from the city of 100 hellos, this is the Global Village Podcast. Hello, my name is Janae. I'm here with the Global Village Podcast and with me I have Tanya. So Tanya, why don't you uh, tell us a bit about yourself? Okay, um, I'm Tanya Dingwall. I have been living in Brooks for 19 and a half years. Um, I have two kids, um, a boy, Jeremy, and a girl, Hannah, and I've been married to my husband, Greg, for 23 years, and yeah, we just love Brooks. It's been our home and a great place to raise the kids and um, for them to build some friendships and a good uh, community, yeah, just different aspects of the community where they've been involved with their sports and activities and being a mom to be involved with them and all that. So it's been a great place. I love it. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. That's wonderful to hear. And your kids, are they in university or what are their career aspirations? Um, My son was uh, in Lethbridge College for two years. He did civil engineering. And so he's actually here living in Brooks. He works for the city uh, in the utilities department. Um, My daughter is uh, just started her third year of kinesiology at the University of Lethbridge. Holy, wow. Mm -hmm. So you must be a pretty proud mom then, I'm assuming. Yes. That's absolutely fantastic. Now, what about your own career? Why don't you tell us a bit about uh, that and what you do in the community? Okay. Um, So I've been at the museum for three, just over three years. I started there with no experience at all. Um, Prior to that, I was at the public schools for 12 years. I worked with three and four-year-olds in a pre-K program. Um, And then after that, I went over to the junior high and worked with grade seven to nine kids. So that was quite a difference. Um, But great. I loved it. Um, It was kind of neat going right from little people to somewhat bigger kids. Um, But just building those relationships with the junior high kids was really neat. Um, Getting a chance to, um, yeah, just sort of use some of those mom skills with these (laughs) preteens and teenagers and just being able to, you know, guide them and, you know, give them and give them a little bit of, you know, flack every once in a while just to keep them in line and on track. (laughs) But it was great. I loved it. I, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I don't think I'd change that for anything. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, so coming coming to the museum, it just sort of f- kind of fell in my lap. I wasn't really <laughs> looking to change careers yet, but I knew at some point um, I would want to. Um, you know, I don't, I see, you know, some people that have been doing um, an educational assistant job for a lot of years and you don't see the same passion in them mm-hmm. that you think you should have in the job. So before that ever happened to me, I knew I would need to change. And so the museum just, this job came um, at a time where I thought, okay, sure, I'll try it. That, that sounds like a good opportunity for me. And you're, you're uh, right now in the moment, hey, it was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Landed right in my lap. Okay, this is, uh, you know, <laughs> this is meant for me. Yes. Yeah. Well, and at first when uh, this friend of mine said, oh, I've got a really good job opportunity for you. And so I was kind of excited. I was Aww. like, oh, my gosh, what could it be? And she said, yeah, so um, my mom's ready to retire from the museum, and they're looking for someone. And I just sort of was a little shell-shocked because I thought, I don't know anything about museums. <laughs> I don't know. The first thing of 
what I would do working there. Um, so it's it's been great, though. I yeah. have learned a lot. No kidding. Um, Jerry Bander, my boss, she's mm-hmm. been the curator there for over 25 years. Um, it, she's amazing. Uh, she's done such a great job with the museum to bring oh. it where it is today. Okay. Uh, we get a lot of compliments from uh, people in town and visitors when they go through the buildings. And they just can't oh. believe how amazing it is. Uh, it's like a little hidden gem, they say. Oh. Um, yeah, no yeah. Kidding. So I'm really glad to be part of that and just, um, you know, work towards bringing um, the museum into the community more and, you oh. know, build these relationships. Just just wonderful. And sorry, how long were you at there? Are you at the museum for? Uh, it was three years three just years. this past June. Three years. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Thank wow, you. wow, wow. So what do you love most working at the museum? Oh, goodness. I, I don't know if I could just pick one thing. Like, <laughs> I, I, I love talking to people. You know, people come in there. Um, I always ask them where they're visiting from. Um, and so just engaging in yeah. those conversations with visitors. And then uh, when I go outside to open the buildings for them, um, there's just certain buildings I walk into and you get that that smell of the history uh, yeah. and the feeling. And, it's um, like a, a, a book. You know, when you open yeah. a book and you get that smell of book. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Either a new one or an old one. Yeah. But it, yeah, yeah, it's a really neat feeling. And I mean, in the three years, I still feel it. Like there's, a, you know, just a couple, a couple places for sure. Like our schoolhouse and our Albert's house, um, just have oh. such awesome history in there. And so, you know, like those, those smells are embedded in there. And yeah, um, it. Uh, yeah, I love it. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. That That, that is absolutely uh, incredible. So how, do you have any advice then that you can give today's youth regarding starting a career? I, you know, I think just being open to anything mm. like um, mm-hmm. yeah. having, you know, you may not have the credentials or the, you know, the schooling <laughs> per se for it at the time. But yeah. um, if, you know, if you just think, okay, I can do this, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to work towards what I need to to do it. Um, yeah, don't count yourself out just because yeah. it's somewhere that you never thought you would be. Um, I, yeah, I think just you know, always just keep a positive outlook on, on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. You never know what's going to speak to you. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I totally like, just like you said, the museum kind of falling into your lap. Like you never yeah. know what life is kind of going to throw at you. And you're going to yeah. be like, wow, this is, this is now, this is going to be my career. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. My kids actually, they make fun of me and say <laughs> that you're going to be the old lady at the museum one no. day. <laughs> But that's a good thing. So well, if I can be there for that long, exactly. why not? I mean, I'm sure there's always going to be new things to do, um, 100%. different opportunities. So yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Um, and then, so I guess kind of a question I have for you is then, what is kind of one of your hardest struggles and how did you kind of overcome that? Mm. Uh, that one... I, you know, I'm sure I still have some somewhere where maybe it might come up one day and I think, oh, goodness. Yep, yeah, this is what Janae was talking about. <laughs> but um, one thing I guess I find is maybe not always advocating for myself. Oh, um, yeah. You know, when and mm-hmm. uh, I can't just I, I don't know an exact situation. Of but, course, don't you know, worry. just thinking back maybe over the years, even when I was younger in mm-hmm. school or something. And not, I wouldn't speak up 
Um, yeah. I wouldn't, you know, say either I don't want to do this mm-hmm. or I'm good for that. Let me Ye- take that on. Um, so that I, yeah, using my voice, I guess, yeah. was something I have. Uh, I think I've overcome it. <laughs> well, you're on this I, podcast, so. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, um, I, yeah, just, you know, being able to, and not just advocate for myself or what I need, but, yes. you know, like other, other people that might be struggling mm-hmm. um, and uh, just, yeah, being, being a positive um, uh, person and a positive voice for, right. um, you know, for anything that. Yeah, that, that might comes, well. Might that, that that's honestly pretty powerful, and I think talks uh, to a lot of people. I know it speaks for me, as I also kind of struggle with that. And you know, you're put in situations, and you're like, oh, d- darn it! I wish, I wish I yes. said this. I wish I exactly. did that. Right? And yes. You just gotta, you just gotta go for it because yeah. you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. It yeah. is what they say, yeah, for right? Sure. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So my last question that I have for you is if you have one piece of advice that you would tell your younger self um, that might be able to help youth today, what would that be? Oh, I know it's a tough one. I know. That is, yeah. Well, when I was younger, probably, you know, young age, maybe like eight or nine until I was uh, about 16 or 17, I was kind of a wallflower. I, I was not comfortable talking to people. Um, you know, I was just that the person in school that would blend in or, um, the family, you know, in the family, I just was there. And so I would say, try, you know, just try different things. Um, get out of your shell. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Like, don't be scared of what can happen if you do something like, don't be scared to fail. Right, because we all we all know failure is a part of growing up. It, mm-hmm. Well, even for adults. Yeah. Um, but just yeah, don't don't be scared to do new things and put yourself out there. I th- beautiful, absolutely. That's a gorgeous message. That is a gorgeous message. Um, well, Tanya, thank you so much for coming in today and uh, joining us on our podcast. Thanks, Janae. I was glad to be here. Aww. <laughs> This has been the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. For more information, go to globalvillagecenter.ca.